गाइस वेलकम बैक टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ द ऑनर द स्टार्स पॉडकास्ट आई एम प्रिशा एंड आई एम मायरा द अदर होस्ट यस एंड um यू नो टुडेस एपिसोड इज अबाउट फैशन एंड दैट्स एन इंटरेस्टिंग टॉपिक बिकॉज़ वी आर लिविंग इन द वर्ल्ड ऑफ सस्टेनेबिलिटी राइट नाउ बट बिफोर दैट um लेट्स जस्ट गेट ओवर विद द सॉन्ग्स ऑफ द वीक व्हाट्स योर सॉन्ग ऑफ द वीक um so my song is talk by salvatore ganachi um i think that's how you pronounce the last name and what's yours my song of the week is um renegade by taylor swift um it's a really nice song it's actually not from her discography it's from big red machines discography which is like this duo which they're like really trendy big red machine check them out yeah and i have no insight for this song cuz i've not particularly heard a lot about it like of course i listened to it it's great it's basically them arguing in the song which is cool check it out okay let's get right into the episode okay fashion okay i'm i'm going to give you guys some insight on fast fashion and how it originated so if you guys didn't know zara was the first fast fashion brand and it was based on the concept of clothes not only being provided by the season like you know how Gucci Chanel Vogue do it they give you clothes by the season four times a year um Zara wanted clothes to be like there twice a month there should be an update in the store 15 like 15 days to produce it and then it's in the market and that was great because you know people had a lot of variety and we still have a lot of variety but it became such a big thing because we have like a billion stores now and like everybody's making clothes and everybody wants to be in that thing so then everything kind of started going downhill and that's when sustainability started kicking in from 2019 and we're going to interview Maya about all that because she is super into all of this and she you know she's talked about wanting to get into the fashion industry several times so we're just going to talk to her a little about this this is like me interviewing her we can have her interviewing me someday about god knows what but we'll find something okay so are you ready um i think so yeah okay great um what's your name <laughs> my name is maira nice to meet you <laughs> It's great talking to you. I've heard so many nice things about you. I'm finally so happy to have you on here. Excuse me, my co-host is a bit of a klutz and she refused to show up today, but I'm sure it'll be really nice talking to you. I think she was just intimidated by my abilities, but okay. <laughs> of course, of course. Okay. Um if I had to ask you why you decided to get into sustainable fashion like Why do you think it's so important to advocate for it? Okay, so the fashion industry is one of the most um polluting um I would say like not only like in every aspect of it's polluting. Yes, that's the word I guess. Um industries in the world like there's the food industry, you know? There's similarly there's like the fashion industry and it um is like the amount of waste and the amount of environmental impact the whole production as well as the um like unethical means uh 
in after after the product is like given to the customer what happens after that so not only the production but after that as well after having sold the product there is just all of it has so much impact on the environment and i think the world like the whole fashion industry is definitely shifting towards um sustainability as a focus but i just want to i think i've always been really um into environment like conscious things and um so when it comes to fashion i just want to incorporate sustainability in that so because it's it's a huge problem and yes we're working on it but it's going to take time okay so um it's the most polluting industry we got that um you talked well, about most, yes. yeah you talked about unethical means um are you referring to production of these clothes because they want a lot of clothes in a short amount of time and obviously we've heard stories about people oh, yeah that yeah sorry continue yes yeah no go on go on sorry and we've heard so many stories about people being exploited in third world countries so how is the production in third world countries any different from things being produced in america per se um okay so when they say produced in america like that's not helping at all like it's just um the whole issue with the fashion industry is that or like fast fast fashion that is is that whatever is happening and you get it at a low price or even the price you're getting it at someone is not being paid enough for the work that they're doing in terms of like human ethical um in terms of the human factor so like let's say let's look at the production of jeans okay so you have to grow the cotton right and 20% of the budget goes on buying the seeds 40% of the budget goes in fuel and machinery and um that emits like carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases anyway 35% of the budget on fertilizers agricultural chemicals and all that 5% of the budget on paying for foreign labor okay and the cotton is cleaned and it's sent to china so in china they are they're twisted they're spun stretched and finally transformed into yarn so this is a mechanical process and it requires fuel then it's dyed with petroleum based indigo and like other substances and this uses tons of water which is like which is untreated and it ends up in like nearby rivers affecting food farming plantations and you know water supply of cities then it like fiber the fiber is woven into um like fabrics and then they're sent to factories where it gets cut and then sewn um which undergoing more than like 37 different sewing operations right and the workers in the garment factories are among the lowest paid labor forces in the world so yeah there's like a lot that goes into it and then there's the they go on they all this whole fabric undergoes the process of sand blasting bleaching acid and coating to give a final look and throughout dyeing and rinsing an extra 5000 liters of water are used so then jeans travel to distribution centers by boat or truck or whatever and they're held until transported to stores so when you look at all of that and you look at fast fashion brands like let's say shein or other like fast fashion brands do you really think that a pair of jeans 
is gonna cost like two dollars right like or 150 rupees like really do you really think it's gonna like it may cost you that much but do you really think that it costs that much to make the jeans so obviously someone is getting underpaid for being out there working and i don't think we talk about that enough okay that's interesting because um my view of sustainable fashion like what i understood from brands i actively follow was just them simply gapping out the time between drops as to reduce consume the consuming industry which is of course all of us because it's the same process to produce cotton or is the material used by people different because they advocate for 100% cotton and better quality while being sustainable but how do you get that at like they're pretty similar prices if you look closely so how do you navigate that okay so i'll tell you so usually a lot of these brands or like startups that you're talking about um i'm guessing you're talking about startups right yeah or, yeah startup well, yeah brands yeah so uh, they they don't have like a lot of um workers that are working for like they start with like a small like amount of people and i think if they have sustainability in their mindset obviously you can't work with everything is just like i mean just you if you can but it's not always about every single thing has to be like environmentally friendly this that there's always going to be something um although we're moving to that direction when you look at these brands there's this thing called um um the higg index okay and it's it's like certificates okay they're designed exclusively um for the fashion industry and they're like they're so they're developed by the sustainable apparel coalition okay and it's this that's uh okay that's a coalition and it's started by members of corporate brands that like they share the common concern on how to improve social and environmental performance so it's like a self evaluation tool and the in so the certificates for them like you have these certificates that have like better cotton initiative and stuff like that um and all these certificates like obviously they can be like at this point they can be forged but these small brands and stuff they um follow these or they learn from them and the point is like if you look at cotton picking right that's like a huge uh, problem is also it comes from like the cotton um being used and how it's picked and people paid in that um area when you look at these brands that source the stuff locally they um like for example um i know someone okay uh, i'm going to mention dalia trivino amaro she has um a brand a uh, name brand and she uses dead stock fabrics now if the price they can be similar but dead stock fabrics are like they're um the fab they're, they're still high quality yes they are but they are dead um, dead stock fabrics so they're going to be priced similarly but the environmental impact is so much less it's so much more ethical and it's definitely more sustainable if you look at it that way so that's one example but basically what keeps track of all this is called the higg index which are like certificates which um like their self evaluation tools or certificates that 
help to identify whether a brand is sustainable or practicing sustainable um, practices or adopting sustainable practices or not. So if you are worried about that, what would you use? So this is kind of like a loophole for all the um, big shots to get away with the ethical part of producing clothes. It just, it allows them to get away with, you know, actually doing it correctly. And that's how they pocket money. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, um, there's this term called greenwashing. And there's brands, I don't want to really point out, but there's brands that are definitely greenwashing. It's, it's, it could be in any form. You know, they, they use superficial, sustainable initiatives to create like a media image. But in reality, they do like really little about the real environmental and social impacts. Um, so this way of approaching sustainability is just as greenwashing. And it's like a very common practice, especially in bigger brands that want to maintain their profits and image. Okay, wow, that's a lot to take, lot to take in considering, you know, we all love clothes, we've all been to H&M, we've been to countless trees, but um, I think it's important that we as consumers try to, um, to, you know, bend towards the sustainable world because if we change what we want, what is given to us will change automatically. So how, like, if I want to implement being a little more environment friendly in regards to my clothes how do you recommend i start doing that like from today like the small practices i can adopt which will help everybody in the long run okay yeah this see i tell you this because i agree there's like a not a lot of like, there's not a lot of like eco-friendly sustain not eco-friendly sustainable or like eco-friendly is a part of sustainability but there's not a lot of sustainable brands um I get it there's you know maybe a lack of them in your area where you live or something but in my opinion or even thrift stores for it like um for a matter of fact not everyone has access to them and in my opinion just consume less and use what you have and like use what you have don't like a lot of people they just buy clothes because it's trending and then they use it once twice and then leave it no reuse those clothes keep wearing them buy things that you know you will be wearing for a while because there's no need to buy more you make with what you have right and it's all it's about like less consumption basically so you just um and there's a lot of other things as well like if obviously if you need let's say a dress for like a a really fancy occasion but you only know you're only gonna wear it once I mean, obviously, there's also a matter of like money. You don't want to spend too much money on that. There's sites where you can um, kind of get like rental wear, and it's and that's one aspect of like their version of sustainability because again, less consumption, and it's just like it works really great because there's so much there's less consumption, less like materials being used and overall less environmental impact and it's more ethical as well. So, um, I mean, I'm, there's things like that and um, uh, like Rent the Runway in New York. If you, that's one example, I think that was the original one. 
like the first startup idea that came up came about and that's huge so that's it and um also when okay let's say i want to mention this because a lot of people like let's talk about the huge fashion brand that's under fire for um, that practices shein right and um we like there's a lot of um con- like a lot of criticism that it's facing but um it's not like if someone buys stuff from shein and you can't really tell like okay let's shein or like any if it's like sister companies and stuff i don't think the problem is like you're going to tell people who bought stuff from that it's the problem isn't people who buy stuff from that who can't like really afford other clothes you know what i mean like obviously you have to think about um, other things as well like the impact but if you can't really afford too much and you're not you don't have access to thrift stores and stuff i get i get it you know you might want to purchase stuff from shein to look good and still be on a budget but people who do like these like 200 300 shopping spree like 200 300 like um items of clothing shopping spree from shein stuff like that those are the kind of people who can actually afford like fashion stuff from brands that like are more like like conscious about their products like more sustainable oh god uh, are more sustainable you know so again those are the kind of people that when i say be more sustainable consume less those are the kind of people i'm talking about obviously if you can't afford much and i get your reasons i get her reasoning that's fine but when we're talking about when we're talking about like talking to or addressing people who are using sheen to stop using sheen those are the kind of people we're talking about you know the kardashians their closets are filled with clothes and you don't need that because they don't use all of them every day no i get it yeah you do i i get it you know and the thing is it's and the whole point of it is that people get influenced by trends you buy clothes use it once and twice and you don't use it ever again because it's uncool to repeat outfits no please scratch that it's not uncool to do that work with what you have and like it flaunt it do it because literally it's just it's your clothes you can make like you can you know and honestly like if you guys are really into wanting to embrace um what you have and stuff learn sewing it's not that hard to do it actually learn do, you can your old clothes clothes have become smaller for you whatever you can literally make things yourself out of those reuse them give your old clothes that are small maybe donate them donate them to like an orphanage donate them to a thrift store give them to your your younger relatives or something who will use them do that don't just throw them away so okay yeah that makes a lot of sense because um i mean a you'll be consuming whatever you want and b you're being environment friendly about it and i think that's great as a teenager um yeah yeah exactly um the end of last question and i know this was a short in, uh, episode but i think it was highly informative and it helped us it helped me practice my interviewing skills and you know mine is going to be on so many podcasts and shows soon so you know like 
I can flaunt that I was the first one to talk about. <laughs> and yeah. Okay. Um, if you want people to consume less, what about the fashion industry? Like, it's not like the music industry where, you know, we make money off royalties and like it's available to the masses for free. Fashion industry is primarily based on people consuming, buying and putting their money in towards products I make. So if people, you know, reduce buying it, is there a lot of scope for the fashion industry or will it just become another necessity that we need? Like, do you think the focus might ever shift from fashion being an art to just merely being something we need to cover our backs? No, no, I don't think that. I think that the fashion industry, obviously, it's gonna, um, it's a long like thing. If people aren't gonna just forget about fashion, it's like a source of employment for a lot of people. It's a source of livelihood, and um, it's a source of entertainment as well for a lot of people because there's a lot going on in the fashion industry, um, and it's just becoming a bigger, bigger, like much bigger industry. And um, you know, they say fashion is art, but it's a lot of people, a lot of designers, or um, they think it's more than that because you have to dress someone with it. Um, but um, for this question, I say that uh, like people like consuming less, you're doing that so that the production is less. That is so that the production is less. It be, it's slow because slow fashion over fast fashion, and yes, you're consuming less because it's good for. Um, you know, it's 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 a good practice, but it's also having that impact on the company itself because if they are practicing unethical things, obviously you can't just change a company overnight. But they, when you're trying to change like the way a brand works, you start with the peripheral things and move inwards. Same thing with sustainability. So you really have to make your own push for it to actually happen. And brands are seeing that now. You can see um, a lot of people, like, and obviously some are resorting to greenwashing to help that. But um, if that's not, like, if you look, read between the lines, you're going to see um, if you really want to make that change or implement that fashion, because their only source would then be to implement that fashion, like, the new um, practices. Because... Again, like rental stuff and stuff, that kind of stuff, they're just going to gain more profit and get more profit. And um, I don't think it's ever going to slow down, to be honest. It's just the production or the demand for stuff isn't going to slow down. And like all of this time, we always see it going up. Obviously, during the pandemic, things took a little... Uh, go run a little downhill but like it's all going back up again even though we have this whole talk about sustainability but along with that a lot of other brands who are sustainable startups and all that like for example there's a lot of brands there's um um for example there's buff original right and then they are um they basically create new recycled polyester yarn and they design like they redesign it in their supply chain to fit the new fibers so the it it just it's like a new like startups like that um startups like um eco they 
that's great so all of these like startups are coming up and you know they just have the environment and the whole system the whole concept of sustainability like it's crazy there's like a lot of like new things during the pandemic before that as well but it's getting a lot of recognition now and the whole fashion industry is moving towards sustainability so i think instead of it going the demand going down it's just going to go up even though like there's going to be less consumption the demand is going to go up because fashion it's going you can after you're done with clothing or whatever things are going to still go small for you things are going to still get worn out that stuff though there's so many startups that are like taking that stuff back recycling it you know stripping it down doing that so the whole concept because right now all of these clothes you're throwing away or whatever they're just going to end up in landfills right then now it's just going to then if you're going to implement the sustainability practices they're going to go back to the industry supply new clothes it's becoming a cycle and so instead of it going down i think it's just going to go up instead okay that sounds good like for the long run i think we found a solution and i think if we consciously stick to it and of course reduce consumership we i might actually save the planet <laughs> oh yes hopefully there's there's a lot to be done god yeah builder anyway okay well um this was fun <laughs> yeah yes i talked so much oh my god okay no it's fun like you know like you can interview me about um i god knows what you're the thinking. fashion industry <laughs> not the fashion industry the music industry you know so much about that okay yeah so done we'll think about it or we'll turn it in someday yes yes okay well um thank you so much for tuning in this was myra jones on the fashion industry <laughs> i'm just i'm feeling very cool doing this and we'll see you next week and <laughs> <laughs> we have a guest next week so i'll see you then bye guys yes bye thank you